Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Faded Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And as you fine folks know, Got Faded Japan is about two dudes, booze, wait for it, wait, come on, oh, Japan in the news, yeah, there's nobody else here, it's just me, just your boy Johnny, I am all by myself. Just podcasting all by myself again. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, it is January 1st, 2022. Welcome to the new year. Yes, this is our first podcast of the new year on the New Year's Day. And I am all by myself because everybody else is tied up. Um, a few of them probably literally sexually. And uh, yes, so I'm here podcasting with you because guys, you know what? I love you. I love getting faded with you. I love doing this podcast with you. I've been doing it for years and I'll do it for many, many, many years to come. I'm here. I got your back. It's the first day of 2022 and I'm here and I am hung over. Oh my gosh. I am so hung over. Oh boy, did I drink a lot last night. Wow. (laughs) And guess what? I'm drinking again now. Oh yeah, that's right. That's how I roll. Man. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, By the way, this is episode number 625 and uh, I'm going to be rambling. I'm going to be rambling. I'm going to be talking about all sorts of weird things. I'm going to be on topic, off topic, up topic, down topic. I'm going to be all over the map, all over the place. Oh man, the, the, the car's going down the highway, but there's no wheels. We're just, we're just flying. Sparks are everywhere. Oh man. Mm. Anyway, all right, let me just kill this beer real quick. And mm. open this other beer. Because I want to give you guys a pie with a fresh beer. That's how I'm rolling. All right, faders. Oh, I'm raising my beer in the air right now in honor of you and to represent 2021 is death. Yes. Sayonara 2021. Bye bye. <laughs> 2022. I've got, I've got high hopes for you. Anyway, faders, kampai. Cheers. Salut. Kampai. Mm. Uh, oh my goodness. I'm getting faded again. Uh, I hope all of you guys had a wonderful time last night. I hope all of you are hung over properly and comfortably today, just like me. And just remember, if you drink two or three beers, it's called the hair of the dog. And then after you exceed that limit, well, no, you're just a fader. <laughs> just like the rest of us. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, uh, before I move forward, I got a couple of things I got to say. Um, the first thing is this episode is going to be a little different from the others. Uh, got Faded Japan's about two dudes, booze, Japan in the news. Obviously, we're not rolling that way today. Um, you've got me, your boy Johnny, and the news is actually going to be music. Um, I've got five of my favorite bands here in Japan. I've actually got tons of favorite bands, but these are five. And um, every so often, I'm going to drop one of their tracks, Okay. So instead of the news, you're going to be getting music and uh, good music on top of that. Music that you can't get anywhere unless you have the internet. So I hope you have the internet. (laughs) I'm going to have links to their bands and uh, 
areas or places where you can get their uh, their music, their CDs, their MP3s, whatever they have. A couple of them actually have vinyl records, which I think is super cool. I love that independent stuff. I love DIY independent music. It's one of the reasons why I can't leave Japan. I love the music scene here so much. The rock scene, the punk scene, the hardcore scene, the, the drum and bass scene, the hip-hop scene. You know, all of it's just great. I mean, I have so much fun with the music here. It's just, oh, it's never-ending, too. I mean, whenever, like, one band breaks up, two bands show up, you know, so it's just never ending of good stuff, and I hate it when a band breaks up, oh gosh, I'll tell you what, I never fucking cried, I never cried, but I did cry when the Mutekis broke up, and the Mutekis, uh, if you look, all right, at the beginning of this episode, or all episodes, we have the whiskey, the song, the whiskey, the whiskey, yeah, well, that was performed by the Mutekis, and when they broke up, oh, broke my heart. They were such a great band. Great performance. Oh, man. Yeah. Five five of the coolest dudes, too. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's the problem with bands. Sometimes they break up. I mean, I heard when the Beatles broke up, like, the world stopped. Like, companies, like, they, they closed the door. They're like, listen, the Beatles broke up today. Everybody go home. I can't handle this shit. I mean, I, I guess taxi drivers stopped, like, driving. The teachers stopped teaching. It was like this epic meltdown, I guess. And um, for me, that's how it was when the Matekis broke up. When the Matekis broke up, I was like, fuck, dude, I'm calling in sick. I've got AIDS. <laughs> Not coming in until they find a cure. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. What a great band. But I've got five bands here, and I'm going to drop the music every so often. And uh, the first one I'm going to drop is going to be right now. And uh, we're going to start off with, okay, let's see. I did not plan this out. We're going to start off with Heavy Katana, Struggling with a Lie. This is a great song, very hardcore. They kind of got this um, really cool Black Sabbath Nirvana kind of kick to them. I don't know. It's a weird combination, but it works for these guys. Josh is the lead singer, and he's a good friend of mine. Josh, what's up? Thank you very much for letting me play your track. Um, yeah, without further ado, enjoy.
Okay, and we are back. Mm, all right. Mm. I'm double fisting. During the break, my wife gave me Asahi Super Dry, and I am so darn happy. Oh my gosh. I'm juggling Asahi with Centauri. <laughs> it's a good balance. Oh my goodness. So, um, let's see here. Oh, yes. I wanted to talk to you guys about our new sponsor. Got Fitted Japan has a new sponsor. What? A new sponsor? Hell yeah, we got a new sponsor. Now, our new sponsor is from, actually, it's a company that my friend owns. And the company is called Share Residence Musoko. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. Share houses? Man, share houses suck. Well, you know what? That's true for 99.9% .9 of them, but this one does not suck. This right here is the animal house of share houses. This share house is huge. It's well. Uh, it's about the size of like a real apartment. It's kind of like in a real apartment building, really. It's got 63 rooms and it's massive. And it's located 30 minutes from Shibuya and Yokohama. It's like an easy commute to go to the north side, to the south side. It is easy, right off the Toyoko line. Now, okay, I'm supposed to read this. Okay, here we go. First off, let me read this. Yo, faders, are you in or soon to be in the doghouse? Are you moving to Japan for fun or business? Will you be looking for a place to live in Tokyo soon? Well, look no further because Godfitted Japan has a new sponsor, Share Residence Musoko. Share Residence Musoko is a share house that has all that you need and a whole lot more. Located 30 minutes from Shibuya and Yokohama. Affordable rent. From three saman yen to rokman yen, about $300 to $600. It has a gym. It has a bar. It has a massive kitchen. Actually, this kitchen's huge. It's like the size of my apartment. Cozy lounge space, which is actually double the size of my apartment. It's huge. Uh, office work units. A spacious desk for chilling. Uh, DJ booth and club space. Barber space and a whole lot more. Actually, that ain't that, that's fucking true. This place is massive. It has so many cool things. It has like this DJ booth in this little nightclub area. So if you live there, you can organize your own parties. You can have like birthday parties, you can have DJ parties, or if you and your friends just want to kick it, you can go to the bar, get some drinks, go to the DJ booth, play some of your tracks. Um, I don't know, hook up your iPhone. They got like a lighting system. It's cool, man. It's really cool. Some of my paintings are in this DJ area too, which is really amazing. Yeah, they hooked me up very, very madly. Thank you so much, Taka. And um, yeah, they got a little barbershop area. So if you cut hair, if you know somebody that wants to cut your hair, you can get your hair cut in your own place. Dude, it is crazy. They got everything you need there. And their bar, dude, their bar has like tequila, beer on tap, all sorts of, I mean, it's almost dangerous because if you move there, you might not leave that place, you know? <laughs> it's like Thunderdome. Two men enter, no one leaves. <laughs> You know, it's, it's amazing. Anyway, uh, they're going to be, their link to uh, the Share Residence Musoko is going to be into the show notes. Check out the show notes and uh, yeah, check it out. If, I mean, seriously, if I wasn't, if I wasn't married, if I wasn't, if I didn't own my own apartment, I would definitely be living there because I mean, dude, it is really, really cool. And then their little lounge area, man, it's awesome. They got this huge sofa. They got some workout like uh, machines behind it. They got this huge TV. They got like a PlayStation. It's nuts. Oh, and also they got this deck outside, this little like area where they can have like glamping. Like this is glamorous camping or something. You can do that out there. They have like all sorts of like little chill areas. Like you can have a barbecue there. Dude, why would you leave? It's like basically you go there and it's, it's affordable. Someone yen? Like 300 bucks? Oh my god, that is cheap! Anyway, check them out, check them out. It's down, down in the show notes. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I would definitely live there if I wasn't married. If I wasn't married. <laughs> no, I enjoy being married, but mm, if I wasn't, I'd be living there. Oh man. So today is the first, the first of 2022. Oh, it's the beginning of a long journey, huh? Well, let's talk about uh, the holidays. The holidays! All right, so last night, what I did was, I, my wife and I, we went to our in-laws. We had this huge dinner, a massive dinner. There's so much food. In Japan, okay, this is what they do. In Japan, you go to your in-laws or you go to your family's house. If you're Japanese, you go to your parents' house and your grandparents are there, your aunts or uncles. Everybody gets together. Everybody brings food. They have so much food there. It's ridiculous. There's so much food there that you don't have to cook or do anything for at least three days. And um, 
for how much food there is, there's double the booze. Double the booze. Like, there's only like five of us, and we have like two cases of beers. Uh, I think we have like three bottles of shochu. We have like six boxes of wine. It's ridiculous. We have enough booze to like, to keep me satisfied for three days. <laughs> so anyway, all the family in Japan, all the families get together, and uh, they just celebrate just being together, and they celebrate the New Year's uh I guess it's a family unit. And uh, before midnight, everybody goes to the shrine, the Jinja, and they go there, they pray for the new year, for uh, good grades at school, for more money, for a successful life, for health or whatnot. And it's great. You know, and then after that, people get their lucky charms, like a little charm thing that they get. Uh, the name of the charm slips my mind because I'm hungover and drinking at the same time. Bad combination. And um, yeah, so they do that. And then after they come back, to their home, and then they drink and eat more until everybody just passes out. And then the next morning, they wake up, drink some water, drink some coffee, start eating and drinking again. Um, technically, I've been drinking since noonish, I think, and right now it is five-ish. <laughs> but, but that's how we roll here in Tokyo or in Japan. And I'm not sure if like every family does it this way, but I think the majority of the families do it this way. I'm sure some families have their own traditions or whatnot, or some some families that are part of like a special form of Buddhism, they do something different. But um, yeah, yeah, I like this way. This style here is basically my style, you know, hanging out with your families, eating, drinking, talking, watching TVs. We watched Netflix last night. We watched Don't Look Up, the new Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Absolutely amazing. Great movie. Absolutely. Uh, no spoilers, but it's great. The ending's the best. <laughs> best ending ever. Oh, man. But that's what we did. And um, for some reason, a lot of families watch Marathon. We're like a bunch of universities. They battle each other and they have like this huge marathon. We're like, I don't know, the runners run like 20 kilometers or something. It's ridiculous. But um, I don't know. That's like a very popular thing to do. My my family, no, no, no. We're, we're Netflix and chill. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. We, we watch Netflix, drink beer, and we chill the fuck out. That's what we do, you sick bastards. Mm. I have no idea how Bill Burr does this. I have no idea how Bill Burr does this. He's sober. He stares at a wall and he talks to his computer in a microphone. I don't have a microphone right now. I'm on location. I'm all by myself, just like Bill Burr, and I'm staring at a wall. I'm literally staring at a wall and a bunch of beers. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I feel like a maniac talking to myself right now. I mean, I feel, I feel like, all right, I'm not schizophrenic, but if I was, I think this is what schizophrenia would be like, you know? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to you but I'm actually talking to myself and it's like having a conversation with yourself and I'm trying to think of what to say next. Like, all right, so how should we move this conversation to our sponsor? Ah, oh, shit, let's just fucking open up here. <laughs> mm. Oh, I know what I can do. I can tell you how I got into the music business in Japan. But before I do that, I'm going to drop another track. Who should I drop? Oh, I know who I can drop. Right. Oh, God, this is so awesome. You are so fucking lucky. Um, about a month ago, I was at a friend's party, and uh, my friend's party had this band. And I guess I guess this band is, like, super underground. They barely perform, but when they do, they fucking kill it. And the name of the band is called Much Yo. M-U-C-H-Y-O. Much Yo. I have no idea what it means. <laughs> but it's, like, these two girls, one's a singer and a guitar player, and the other one's just a drummer and a singer... And, oh my goodness, they're so dope, dude. When I saw the band, I was like, oh my gosh, I gotta meet these guys, I gotta book these guys, I gotta get these guys on my stage as soon as possible. Went up to them, hung out with them a little bit, drank a little bit with them, super cool people, got their CD, and uh, yeah, the rest is history. And uh, yeah, I don't think anybody outside of Japan, I don't know, I don't think anybody outside of Tokyo knows this band, so I'm gonna drop it right now, enjoy.
Dude, Much Yo is so dope. Go into the show notes and buy anything and everything that they have. Buy their CDs, buy their vinyl, buy their t-shirts, buy their caps, buy anything and everything. They are dope. Oh, man. Well, Johnny, how did you get into the music business? I don't know, Johnny. Let me tell you. So, okay, um, I love Japanese underground rock, punk, hardcore music. I love I love the DJ scene. I love drum and bass. I love the house scene. I love the techno scene. There's so much cool stuff happening in Japan. I can never, ever leave this country because, dude, the dopest music is here. It's so, so raw. It's so cool, especially the punk rock scene. The punk rock scene is just nuts. I just love it. Anyway... So, okay, long story short, I'm not going to talk about any of my DJ experiences or any of that stuff or live painting at DJ clubs or anything like that because, I mean, if you've been listening to the show for more than six months, you've heard all about that a million times. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you how I got into, like, organizing events as I chug my beer. Let's see. Um, After the earthquake of 2011... Uh, my friend, Mark, who owned Gamuso, which is kind of like a, a live house rock and roll club, um, he, his staff, some of them quit, a lot of people stopped going there, and um, he had some troubles, right? I was a local, and um, I said, Mark, if you need anything, uh, I'm at your service. He said, shit, dude, fucking, I need a bartender. And I was like, okay, Mark, I know how to drink, but I don't know how to pour drinks. He's like, all right, do you know how to pour a beer? I'm like, yes. He's like, okay, that's all you need to know. (laughs) Easiest job I ever got in my life. So the following Saturday, I walked behind the bar, and uh, I was working there. I was working at Gamuso for ages. And um, the coolest thing about Gamuso was, and there's a lot of cool things about Gamuso, to be honest, but one of the really cool things was that so many different bands would go there to perform, and then the band members would go there on their off days and just hang out there. So pretty much I was just hanging out with musicians, talking about music, drinking with musicians, talking about music, watching musicians perform, drinking with musicians, talking about music. It was so much fun. And there was a time at uh, Gamusa where for some reason, like, I don't know, it was like kind of like this dry spell. Like there wasn't that many performances happening in like at Gamuso or at other clubs for some reason. And so Mark was like, shit, man. I don't know what I'm going to do, man. Fucking, there's like, nobody wants to like organize an event. Nobody wants to perform. Fuck, dude. What what should I do, Johnny? And I was like, well, how about I organize some events here? I mean, I used to organize DJ events. I used to bring international DJs from all over the world to Tokyo. Maybe I can do that here. He's like, all right, cool. You got a shot. So I organized an event and um, yeah, it crushed. I brought in five bands and five bands. I told them, I was like, listen. I'm not going to pay you a lump sum of money. Pretty much how you make money is the more people that come in, the more money you make. You're going to get 50% of the door. And so every band brought in as many people as they could. And uh, yeah, that was just our system and the system worked. And it it basically made Gamuso fucking a club that you couldn't fuck with. I mean, it really put them on the map. I mean, they're already on the map, but I mean, once bands really started wanting to perform at Gamuso because I mean, they could actually make some real money. I mean, the rest is history, <laughs> man. <clears throat> and that's basically how I got into the music business. And uh, yeah, after this good damn Corona is finished, uh, yeah, um, I am going to have some of the most epic events ever. I've already got plans. Plans are in the works. And uh, yeah, so for all you guys out there that are um, listening to this podcast right now and you got a band or something, you're getting a band together, keep me and mine, because I'm always looking for new talent. Speaking of talent, I think it's time that we drop another track. How about dropping one of my favorite bands? Actually, all these bands are my favorites, so it's shitty for me to say that. But I'm going to drop Marla. Marla is amazing. These guys are so cool. They're cool. They're, they're great musicians. They get, Their band is a, such an incredible band, so hard-hitting. And um, yeah, they are heavy drinkers too. So after the show, I always drink with them, and it is such a good time. Marla puts on such a great show. Okay, uh, without further ado, let's listen to Marla.
And that was Marlo, Heaven. Oh, God, what a great song. What a fantastic band. I'm serious, man. These guys are so much fun to watch, so much fun to drink with, great peoples. God, I love me, Marla. They are amazing. Okay, let's see here. <clears throat> uh, next thing we should probably talk about is New Year's resolutions. Okay, I don't have one. <laughs> What's yours? Mm. I didn't have time. I didn't have any time to make a New Year's resolution. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, uh, New Year's resolution. Uh, stop smoking. I don't smoke cigarettes unless I'm really wasted. Uh, lose weight. Uh, yeah, that's pff, the go-to one. It never works out. Go to the gym more. Well, that kind of uh, is in chain with go losing weight. Uh, yeah. Mmm. Drink better beer. Maybe that should be the resolution. Drink better beer. <laughs> the beer I drink is already good. Um, let's see. Fuck, what's your New Year's resolution? What are you guys doing? What? Can't hear you. <laughs> what's your New Year's resolution? Oh, man. Okay, all right. So, uh, yes, I want to take over the world. <laughs> That's it. I want Got Fitted Japan to take over the world. So if you want that to come true, you guys got to share Got Fitted Japan with all your friends, family, co-workers, enemies, neighbors, whatever. Share it with Satan. Satan loves Got Fitted Japan. Hell yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, my God. But yes, uh, God. New Year's resolution. What's the point of a New Year's resolution? I mean, we make one, but I mean, how many times do you actually keep that one? I mean, geez, I... Jeez, oh, I think if you have a New Year's resolution, you should have steps. Like, all right, I'm going to lose weight, but I'm only going to lose two pounds. That's it. All right, cool. I'm going to start off with two pounds, and then I'm going to go from there. I think resolutions should be monthly. <laughs> Wouldn't that make sense? Oh, man. All right. So, shit. Let's go on to another track. Okay, next track is... Ooh. Okay, we're going to do Mana. Okay. Whoa. I'm not editing that out. That was kind of fun. <laughs> okay. So the next track I'm going to drop is going to be Mana Hardcore. And the name of this track is called Wave. Mana Hardcore actually hasn't performed in a while. She's kind of been taking some time off. But um, I still love her. I love her band. I love her music. She is super dope. And oh my gosh. She's also one of those people that performs. And after she performs, she gets off stage. She goes straight to the bar. She starts drinking with everybody. And she does shots. Love Mana Hardcore. Okay. And actually, she's been on the show. So if you go back maybe about 150 episodes, um, yeah, you can check her out. Great, great person. Good peoples. All right. Here we go.
Dude, Mono Hardcore is so awesome. God, I love this show. Man, see, this right here, this is actually, this should be a Christmas show because you guys are getting so many presents right now. I mean, if you didn't listen to this episode right now, you probably would never have heard any of these bands. I mean, seriously. And, and shit, dude, I mean, these bands are so freaking epic and it's so hard to find good music these days, man. Like, seriously, like for me, back in the day when I was in high school, I would go to the record shop or the CD shop and I would just dig and dig and dig. My friends and I, after school, if we went to school, we'd just go straight to like a cafe before there's Starbucks everywhere. We'd go to like a, what's the name of the cafe? It doesn't matter. We'd go to a cafe, we'd get coffees, we'd smoke cigarettes, we'd hang out, we'd shoot the shit. And then after a while, we'd all go to the CD shop and we'd just check out CDs. We'd all look for awesome CDs. And once we find like a really good CD, then we'd try to find it in the used section. And then if we could find it in the used section, because it'd be like half price, we'd buy it. Or we'd put our money together and we'd buy it. And then we'd all like get, you know, like uh, record it on cassettes so we could all listen to it in our cars. Man, it was like the best thing, finding, especially finding underground music. Finding underground music was the coolest shit, especially like German music. For There's a time where German, German music was like so fucking great in like the underground scene. And it was like German underground punk rock, German underground hardcore shit. I mean... We had no idea what they're saying. We had no idea of anything, but you know, it was just great to listen to, and we fucking loved it. Um, yeah, music's great. Music is great, and so is Mana Hardcore. Mana, we love you. <laughs> mm. I'm just rambling. I'm staring at the wall, talking to myself, rambling, drinking beers. <laughs> God, I hope I'm not crazy. Oh my goodness, you know. The guy, the guy in Roger Rabbit, the detective, he, I guess he practiced for months before they actually filmed the movie Roger Rabbit, right? Where he's like walking around talking to things that weren't there, but actually having conversations with them. So he'd be in his living room having a conversation with a coffee cup for like five hours at a time, right? Just so he could like prepare himself for like that role of being the detective in Roger Rabbit. Only thing was, after the movie was finished, after it was a wrap and in the movie theaters, he was still talking to himself. And basically, that role destroyed him as an actor because he kept on talking to himself. People were thinking that he had a mental problems, which he did. He developed mental, prob mental problems because he was talking to himself all the time. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you, you think Bill Burr is now absolutely insane because he does this every single week? He just talks to himself? Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. Well, there's brilliance and insanity, and he is a great comedian. I love Bill Burr. Great actor, too. Loved him in Breaking Bad. That's like some of my favorite parts. God, I hope I don't go crazy. <laughs> Speaking of crazy, all right, let's drop one last track. One last track. Okay, this track is by Creep Down. Creep Down, and the name of this track is Drug Stoned Man, and um, I think this is a song that's based on a true story. Um, let's see, I don't know, I gotta get Scott back on the show. Uh, Scott's the lead singer of Creep Down. Fucking great performance. These guys fucking kick it. Actually, everybody, every band that's on this episode right now is a fucking great band. Every performance is fantastic. Every song is great. I mean, these guys are just amazing musicians and amazing, spectacular performers. Oh, my God. I mean, dude, they just fucking, when they perform, especially Creep Down, when they perform, they kick you in the fucking neck balls, dude. Seriously, right in the face. Boom! Oh, man, if that makes sense, I'm happy. <laughs> Drinking by myself, talking to you. Okay, here we go. This one here is Creep Down. Enjoy.
so good oh every band here tonight was so absolutely amazing oh god faders i said before i would go to the cd shop and the record shops and i would dig for new bands i would check out bands i loved listening to music when i was a kid i still do so now it's your turn you just got you just got a christmas present you just got a christmas present merry christmas five awesome bands Go down into the show notes, check them out, and um, if you can, maybe like on their websites, maybe there's like a link where it shows like maybe um, uh, their past events or something. It shows flyers or posters. Check out the bands that they performed with. You know, that's how you expand your mind. That's how you learn about other kinds of music, you know. Check them out. Do your research, man, because I mean, these guys are so cool. They perform with cool bands. Shit, dude. Fucking, yeah. Uh, I guess the box is open. Can't shut it, right? <laughs> God, I'm so faded. I'm hungover and faded. Actually, phew, I think that's a good time to uh, stop this show because I actually am out of beers. Shit. Yep. Okay. When you're out of beers, the show's over. All right, faders. Thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. This is episode number 625 on the first day of Christmas. No, it's not the first day of Christmas. It's the first day of of 2025. Thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode. I hope that I'm not insane now because I've been talking to myself for the last hour. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I don't want to go crazy. That would suck. All right, faders. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful and safe New Year's vacation, Christmas holiday vacation, whatever you're doing. But we support you. Uh, be safe, be cool, and fade on. Peace. Hey yo, what's up faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. 
So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepper. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilt Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya, about five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. If you're gonna get your fade on, you gotta get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. My little brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! 
Your move, creep. Oh, man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.